BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to survive the things that could kill you. Like blackouts, serial killers, Mm. erupting volcanoes. And the things that just make you wish you were dead. Like spitting on your (laughs) co-star, tripping on your shoelaces, exploding body parts. Ugh. Ooh. I think to get that image out of my head, we need to hear the theme song is ground is shaking under our feet, mountains on fire, flooding in the street, can't breathe the air, can't fight the feeling, goblin down, Xanax ain't the way to be dealing, gotta do better than just getting high, we gotta stick together if we're gonna survive. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I'm Danielle. I'm Christine. <laughs> Christine, why are you staring at the wall like a weirdo? <laughs> I, what I started just zoning out because I'm looking at a poster that has a lot of really funny people. Yeah. And some of them, I'm like, is that Wilford Brimley? No. Like, I'll just not be able to recognize Did you certain. think Wilford Brimley was among the very funny people who were on podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know it's not. No, that's me. <laughs> That's who you're looking at. That's you? Is that who you thought was Wilford Brimley? No. Uh, I couldn't tell, but you look very different in that picture, Garen. Yeah. You had a few more LBs. A few on, more LBs. Yeah, your face is much rounder. Um, you look nice, but it does not look like you to me in that picture. Anyway, that's that's a different show. This is How to Survive, and I had a week to survive, let me tell you. You did. So as when we last uh, left you, I was about to go get laser shot into my eye. And now you, she shoots out lasers. I shoot out, I shoot out lasers. Um, so I did go, and the doctor was like, well, you don't actually have a tear. And I was like, wait, what? But let's do it anyway. Well... And I was like, wait, are you sure? Because the other doctor made it sound extremely imminent. Like, I got to get this taken yeah. care of. And he was like, well, I'll call. And then, anyway, long story short, it it was something that could become a tear. So I did get it. And a pre-tear. 
a pre-tear. It was like bubbling up or some crap. I don't That's know. That's fun to hear about your retina. Yeah. So it's um, terrifying. It's it's extremely panicky. The procedure. Yeah. They just numb your eye with drops. <clears throat> and then they laser your eye. I didn't smell anything this time. That's I was good. worried I was going to smell burning, uh, burning flesh. Because that's what I smelled when I had my laser eye. The corrective LASIK surgery. But you have to keep your... There's just a light shining in your eye the whole time. And then on top of that, there's a green light that flashes on and off. And it's just terrifying. This I can't explain it. like a clockwork orange scenario. It is. And I was worried I was going to close my eyes. And that... And you're not allowed... Why don't they hold them open with little metal prongs? I I think they are held open. I don't really know what happened, honestly. But I I was scared I was going to look the wrong way. But you kind of can't look the wrong way. But anyway, and then it actually hurt. It actually physically hurt. The laser hitting your eye actually hurts. And I wasn't prepared for that. Were you crying a little little bit? Oh, no, you can't cry. I mean, no, it was just like... They forbid uh, it. (laughs) (laughs) There's a sign posted. No crying in laser eye surgery. Yep. So that was that. Then um, I had these stomach pains, which I thought was because I was worried about the laser eye surgery. And here I am a week later, and I still have the stomach pain. So it wasn't that. So then I, I, the next day, I had to take my My mom is in a lot of pain, and she can't walk. And so we thought she had hurt her hip because she's of a certain age, and that's what you do. The hips it's, begin to hurt. Yes. Well, because you fall and you do something, and so you, you hurt your hip. So I took her to an urgent care, which was a whole complicated thing because then they called this other urgent care and because they, oh, because you have to have a table to do an x-ray. You have to have a table where you can lay down because she couldn't stand to do the standing up x-ray. So they said, you have to go to this other place. So then I called the other place to see just to make sure while I was still there, I called and said, do you have a table? And the guy was a fucking idiot. And he was like, uh, yeah, hold on a second. Yeah, we've got a table. <laughs> and I go, okay. Do you have a table for x-rays? Because I just knew yes. that this guy looked over, saw a stack of magazines yes. on a table and said, yeah, we have a table. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that vibe of just like Maybe not- you can play euchre, uh, bridge. <laughs> What's euchre? Card game. You don't know about euchre? I know Bob euchre. Do you know about euchre? Oh, yeah, that's that's Michigan. I've, I've heard of it. Yeah. Is it E U C H R E? Yeah. Okay, so I've seen it written down. You've in seen some, it in print. I've seen it in print. So anyway, so then it was okay. This guy's a nut job, and he doesn't know what he's talking about. And then he had to get on. He goes, "Well, the head of our department is talking to, talking to Linda or whatever on your side." So I look over and I said, "Um." who's Linda? And she goes, I am. I go, you're not talking to them on the other end, are you? And she goes, no. Oh my God. So So then he's like just making stuff I don't know what he thought was going on. So I brought it. Anyway, it's 110 degrees in the valley. This is where all this is happening. I've got diarrhea. It was was a wonderful, wonderful family bonding. I can't get my mom out of the car. Um, She makes no sense because she's on on half and off the car. Oxycontin that she took that wasn't helping anyway. Um, so she, I've tried to interpret for her to the doctors because oh she doesn't know what you know. She literally they ask her a question and she like they said okay so after you fell 
<laughs> the story of how many times she fell and when yes. it happened kept changing throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So um, they said, okay, so when it's you... called improv. It, it's 100% my mom's life is yes and. <laughs> and it's never and a clarifying situation. It's just more uh, obfuscating. So they said... I'm no. creating a narrative, Danielle. Yes. So after you fell, were your legs... Did you feel like your legs were two different lengths? And she said... When I was a child, I go, oh, oh, we're not going back to the 40s, lady. We are not going back to the 40s. Oh, she's so entertaining. I had to keep her on point. Like, Mm -hmm. it's hard. It's hard anyway because of her personality and her age, but also because she was, you know, in a lot of pain and she was on pain medication, which does make you loopy. And she had, like, fallen asleep at one point in the lobby, which I totally get. I probably would have, too, if I wasn't scared of shitting my pants. Okay, so when I went to pick up my mom, my dad hadn't been feeling well. And they told me he hadn't been feeling well, and I didn't put two and two together, which neither had they. And then I went, oh, he fucking has COVID. So I brought a test with me, because he just went to a Star Trek convention. So, um, which I knew because Tig uh, took a picture with him and sent it to me and Jimmy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, right, he's at a Star Trek convention without masks. And then he comes home, and he's not feeling well. Okay. So I test him, and... I mean, literally, as the liquid is hitting the thing, yeah, it turns, turns br- like yeah. burgundy, like the line. I go, oh yeah, you got COVID. I go, you got it bad. And he goes, <laughs> I got it bad. I'm you like, got. I, and I go, worst I just, I just mean, COVID. I just mean, you clearly have it. Like yes. it hasn't been, it hasn't even been a minute, and it, the line yes. showed up before the the, the comparing line. Um, so now I'm just like, okay, I got to get a mask on. You got to get away from me, and. You're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm hoping to God these two nutballs don't give me COVID again. So because this weekend was my son's birthday. So I was like, yeah, I'm not don't... getting fucking COVID for his birthday. So then we end up at the ER because the second place, the guy was like, yeah, I could give you an x-ray, but that's not going to help. It's a card table. <laughs> <laughs> he let said... me move this. Wait, let me move these. <laughs> let me move this part cheesy game. <laughs> I love that. All these games. Uh, you like checkers? Um <laughs> So we end up at the ER, and we're in the ER, and I decide, you know, I really should order some food for my dad, because he's on his own, and, yeah. you know, he doesn't know how to, he probably doesn't know how to even order a pizza. So I said to my mom, what's that pizza place you guys like on Langersham? I'll, I'll call and see if they deliver. So she's trying to think of the name or whatever, and then this guy next to us says, who's a Marine? And you know he's a Marine, because he's told us five times that mm-hmm. he's a Marine. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, oh, there's this great little place. Um, we didn't ask him. He just starts talking. Yeah. There's this great little place on Ventura. Oh, they have pizza. They have pasta. They have shrimp. <laughs> they have shrimp scampi. <laughs> they have lasagna. They have meatballs. They have linguine. He's just listing I'm the whole I'm not kidding. Menu. He fucking, and I'm <laughs> like. Okay, so he found some treasure in the valley. So I go, yeah. well, where is it? What is it called? He goes, I can't remember what it's called. And he goes, it's like near In-N-Out Burger, which I don't know where that is. So I, I go, okay. And he goes, oh, Michelini? And I said, Michelli's? <laughs> so if you don't know, Michelli's has been around for literally 100 years. It's not some like hole-in-the-wall yeah. place. It's like a very famous place that serves really bad food. Yeah. Like very, very average food. So I'm like, okay, you're no help to me. <laughs> anyway Olive Garden Yeah right um, That's kind of what I felt like It has unlimited breadsticks Well he's a marine And he never lets anyone You know He doesn't let any leftovers Sit on the table Because you don't leave anyone behind When no. you're a marine So he takes no, them out Not one breadstick left behind 
Speaking of an exploding bodies, yes, exploding things. We are going to talk about how to survive an exploding volcano. Ooh, I'm very interested in this because okay. I want to go to some volcanoes and I don't want to die. Well, hopefully with these um, hints and tips. I love hints and tips. You won't die. Okay, there are about 1,350 potentially active volcanoes worldwide. That's a lot. Yes, aside from the continuous belts of volcanoes on the ocean floor at spreading centers like the Mid-Atlantic Ridge. So they're underwater volcanoes. There are underwater. swimming, worrying about a shark. Yes. And that's the least of your worries. Oh, we saw uh, Jaws in 3D this weekend. You did? But guess what the only part in 3D really is? is just uh, the credits. Really? There's really no point in it being in 3D. Did well, you see it? I saw the IMAX. I didn't see the 3D. Oh, yeah. Because all the movies were $3 on Saturday. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. It was awesome. Oh. But uh, anyway, the movie is fantastic and brilliant, but it was just funny that it was 3D because... I have to see it on the big screen. No point. Not in 3D, though. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. No, thank you. Um... So anyway, yes, they are in the water, which I think would be fun if you were fl- uh, swimming over it because it seems like it would shoot you in the air and then land you safely in the water. Like a cartoon. Yep. Um, many of those, oh, sorry, about 500 of those 1,350 uh, volcanoes have erupted in historical time. Many of those are located along the Pacific Rim in what is known as the Ring of Fire. In the United States, volcanoes in the Cascade Range in Alaska the Aleutian volcanic chain are part of the ring while Hawaiian volcanoes form over a hot spot near the center of the ring. There are 161 potentially active volcanoes in the United States and its territories. Okay, so volcanic activity can result in explosions called Plinian eruptions that shoot rocks, ash, and gas hundreds of feet into the air. While not all types of volcanic eruptions are so dramatic, they can all be terrifying. Fortunately, most volcanoes are carefully monitored and scientists can usually provide some advance warning before a serious event. But if you live near a volcano or get an opportunity to visit one, you are always at risk. Always. I I have a question. Yeah. We don't. Well, do we live near volcanoes? No, I don't think so. We don't have them in California, do we? We have enough to worry about. No, we have earthquakes. I know that. And really high rents. And fires. And fires. Yeah, mudslides. Mudslides. No, I think this is what they're saying is there's only the ones in the Pacific. They're mainly in those areas. Yeah. And and Alaska. Alaska, Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Okay. Well, there is Mount St. Helen, which I. Is that Washington? Yes. State. Yes, you're right about that. So actually, there is one not that far. But But I don't know if that's like in the. I don't know where that is exactly. Is Washington on the coast? Yes. So it must be off the coast or something, right? It's not like it's in the town square. <laughs> I wish we could find out something. Boy, I've never sounded stupider in my life. Oh. I'm not saying something. I can top you. I mean, just go back to many episodes of this show where I've said really dumb things. Okay, go back to 20 seconds ago when you asked if California had any volcanoes. Exactly. Um, no, we're both we're both equally dumb. Let, let's not kid ourselves. Okay. Um Anyway, you're always at risk, so it's important to know how to prepare for an eruption and escape one alive. Preparing for an eruption. I'm gonna. Yes, tell me. Know your community's warning system. If you live near a volcano, your community likely has a plan in place to warn people that the volcano may erupt. I would hope so. Yes. It's not just your dog barking. There's probably some more professional seismic, you know. Yeah. 
like, I would hope. like the Richter, but for although my dog better bark. Yeah, it's going to be hard. She, she better be good for something. But she barks at everything. So it's like oh, yeah. she's going to bark and I'm going to be like, is it a squirrel or hot lava getting right? Ready, you know, melt my entire body. Right. Well, if your son gets near, it'll be hot lava. Yes, of course. In many cases, sirens and emergency alerts on television are used to alert people that danger is imminent. Local radio stations will also broadcast important advisories. Since each region is a little different, it's important to know the specific warning procedures in your area. As soon as you hear a siren, turn on the radio and find out what the local emergency management agency advises. You may be told to stay indoors, keep away from certain areas, or in extreme cases, evacuate. If you don't live in the area and you're just traveling through, Mm -hmm. you should still be familiar with the region's warning system so you'll know what it means when you hear it. Get familiar with the evacuation procedures. If you live near a well-researched and well-monitored volcano, you can probably obtain a hazard zone map from your local emergency management agency or in the U.S. from the U.S. Geological Survey. These maps show the probable paths of lava flows and lahar, you're gonna find that a lot in this. It's they're they're mud flows. Lahar. Lahar. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Sounds right. Um, and give estimates for the minimum time it would take a flow to reach a given location. They also divide the area around the volcano into zones from high risk to low risk. Using this information, you can get some idea of how safe your house or workplace is, and you can plan the best route of escape. Before, uh, oh, sorry, because volcanic eruptions are complex and to some extent unpredictable, you should have several alternate alternative uh, routes to reach one or more safe zones. I guess I just don't know if I want to say routes or routes. Do you think it matters or you can just use them interchangeably? Have we talked about this before? I think it's just um, regional, isn't it? I think so. It's not like um, further and farther, which actually make a difference. Yeah. No, I think it's the same word with just two pronunciations. I don't think it's. I think so, too. I agree. How do you say O-R-A-N-G? Orange? Yeah. Is that how you say it? Well, I say orange because that's the California way to say it. But I think you're supposed to, I think people say orange or orange. Orange. How do you say caramel? Oh, fuck. I say it every different way because I don't know how to say it. I don't know if it's caramel. I, I think it's, it's caramel. Reg- I think it's regional too. But I, it's gotten so in my head that I don't know how I grew up. In Ohio, it. they say caramel. I think I say that. And I think when I came here, people, I only heard caramel, and I was like, oh, if I say caramel, they're gonna know. I'm uh, a, you know, hick. Caramel. So I better yeah, say I think caramel. It's caramel. But I also think it's a regional thing. What do you yeah. say, Gary? I, I have the same problem you do. So I, I, I don't remember. I double clutch every yeah. time and I don't know how to say I it. I know I've used to say caramel, but I think I say caramel now because it's it sounds better to me. All right, let's call the whole thing off. Develop a household evacuation plan. Figure out what you'll need to do if you hear the sirens go off. Panic, I would think. I mean, it does There's go against coming out. It does go against our show's motto, but yeah. I, I mean, if hot lava's coming toward yeah. you, hot lava, move fast. Yeah, map out exactly where your family will go and figure out the safest, uh, the safest, the safest. Figure out the safest way to get there. How do you say safest? Do you say safest? Is that how to say it in Ohio? Safest. Safest? Yes, absolutely. Keep in mind that if the sky is filled with ash, mm. you won't be able to travel far by car. See, I wouldn't <laughs> think of that. Since ash interferes with mechanisms in car engines. Really? And prevents them from operating correctly. But they've never said that about when you, if you're in a fire, you've also got 
a lot of ash I know. in the air, but I they've never it, said your car I know. Won't. It must be different when it's volcanic ash. Well, maybe it's just more. It's, just, it's, it's so, so much, much ash. ash. You know what you need? You need a volcanic-proof rowboat. So you can row down the... The lava. The lava. And wouldn't that be <gasps> a... be so fun. It'd be so beautiful. It'd be so pretty. Don't, but just whatever you do, don't put your fingers no, in the sides. No, don't trail your fingers. Don't trail your fingers as much as you want to. You know why? It's hot lava. You'll lose your fingers. Talk with each of your family members about the evacuation plan. Make sure everyone knows exactly what to do and where to meet. Don't forget to include your pets in your evacuation plan. It's a good idea to have a checklist you can run down so you can make sure you don't forget anyone or anything in the heat of the moment. Include a list of the people and animals that should be present, the possessions you'll take with you, and fast actions you might take to seal up your house to prevent as much damage as possible. Stock up on necessities. Store at least a two-week supply of food and portable water. Portable, not potable. Portable. I don't think I know what potable means. It's drinkable, right? Yes. Okay. I would say portable and potable you, water. Yeah. You don't want non-potable water. Yeah. What are you going to do then? Just water your tree lawn? Yeah, you water your tree lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to do that when lava's coming at me. Uh, at your home. In the event of an eruption, water supplies may become contaminated. Oh. Think about it, the ash. Yes. So you can't count on your well or public water. Keep all your supplies in one place. A large container that you can carry. You have that big vat of or you a have bucket. a bucket. I have a bucket. And I think it's I think it can be used for an earthquake or or the volcano. I that, think it's fine. The California volcano. <laughs> Earthquakes. For example, so that you can quickly bring them with you if you need to evacuate. In addition to food and water, stock up on the following. A first aid kit, blankets and warm clothing, a battery-powered radio and fresh batteries so that you will be able to listen to advisories if the power goes out. Necessary medications. We always have to remember that. Oh, yeah. Don't run out. A map of the region. Be prepared when you're traveling near a volcano. If you will be visiting a volcano. I'm panicked reading a map in normal circumstances. You think Ugh. I'm going to be able to get together to read a... I can't figure out a Disneyland map. If I had to read a map right now... And, I mean, and there's lava licking your face? Forget it. No. I'm going to run right into the... I'm just going to run into the lava on purpose and get it over with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. just get this over with. It probably now. would fix all the tears in your... Retinas. Retinas. Um, so you could clearly see your death. You would you would smell burning skin. Yeah, then you probably would smell burning really flesh. intensely. But yeah, only for a minute. Yeah, I mean, in less than a minute. Yeah, it's, it's over fast. Be prepared when you're traveling near a volcano. If you will be visiting a volcano, knowledge is your most important protection. Before going to the volcano, consult with local authorities and heed their recommendations or warnings. Learn about the hazards you may encounter in the area of the volcano and get a reputable guide to accompany you if possible. If you're going to be climbing or hiking near the volcano, you should bring a few survival items that will help you survive if you're caught outside with access without access to shelter. You'll need a respirator and goggles to protect your face and help you breathe. Bring long pants and long sleeve shirts. And probably good shoes. Yes. You don't want to wear... No, you know, this isn't a time to... Flip-flops. Fl no. No. Bring plenty of water in case you become unexpected, unexpectedly trapped in it by a lava flow. And don't overexert yourself. You'll be able to react more quickly and run for your life if necessary if you're not fatigued. Do not ignore emergency instructions. In most cases, you'll be told to stay inside, but you may be ordered to evacuate. It's extremely important to follow the advisories, whatever they may be, in order to ensure your family's safety. More, most importantly, if you're told to evacuate, do it right away. 
Conversely, if you are not instructed to evacuate the area, stay where you are unless you see immediate danger. Taking to the roads may be more hazardous than staying at home. Now, how would your your character, who is, I believe, Southern, who didn't want to leave their house... I'm staying. Okay. <laughs> It's also important to evacuate the area as soon as possible after being told to do so. If you wait too long, you'll have to deal with ashfall, which will muck up your car's engine and make it more difficult to leave. That sounds like a good name to call someone. Ashfall? You're an ashfall. Yeah, it's good. But then you're not saying a real bad word. Right. I bet your kids will like that. Yeah. I'll tell them about it later. Get inside if you're caught outdoors. Unless you need to evacuate, the safest place you can be inside is a strong structure. Close all the windows and doors to protect yourself from ash and burning cinders. Make sure all your family members are inside and that your emergency supply of food and water is, is indoors with you. If you own livestock. Not yet. Bring them inside their shelter and close the doors and windows. You're going to own livestock at some point, aren't oh, you? We're you are totally going to own livestock. Almost there. Sheep? I would say like a baby lamb. Isn't that a sheep? Uh, is uh, a baby lamb a sheep? I mean, a lamb is a baby sheep, no? Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. right. Okay, yeah. Okay, I always get that confused, but Me yeah. Me too. I, I, I was like, those are two different things. <laughs> <laughs> are you, I should be farming. <laughs> get to high ground if you can't find shelter. Lava flows, lahars, mud flows, which are our lahars, and flooding. That was like five ways to say the same thing. Lahar sounds so beautiful, though. Yeah, but I looked it up and it says it's a really dangerous mud flow. I really want Angelina Jolie to name her other perfume lahar. I thought you'd say her next kid. Or, or either way, either one are common in major eruption. All of these can be deadly and all of them tend to travel in valleys and low lying areas. Uh, we're in the valley. Fuck. See, climb to higher ground and stay there until you can confirm that the danger has passed. Protect yourselves. Oh, yeah. Protect yourself from pyroclastics. While you want to get to higher ground, you should also try to shield yourself from pyroclastics, which is are that a Def Leppard album. It is. I'm, I don't want to hear it, so I will protect myself yes. from it. It can uh, also hurt your engine, which are rocks and debris, sometimes red hot, mm -hmm. that are sent flying during an eruption. The most important thing to do is watch out for them and get out of their range. Sometimes they actually rain down. And in some types of eruptions, such as that which occurred in uh, at Mount St. Helens in 1980, they can land miles from the volcano's crater. I remember that. Do you yeah. remember that? We would have been like in grade school. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have a specific memory. I just remember that that's a thing. Mount St. Helens yeah. erupting. Like it's oh, it's like Mount St. Helens. I kind of remember it. As it feels a like a lot of things. Like John Lennon died. Mount St. Helens erupted. Yeah. Ronald Reagan was running for president. Yeah, the Wrath of Khan. Was that eighty? No, nope. it was around then though. I just I just remember kids in my class collecting Wrath of Khan puffy stickers. Really? Yeah. This is all part of the wow. memory of my life. Huh. Connected to you. Did I ever tell you about my sticker collection? <laughs> no, but I want to hear it because I also had a sticker collection. I was obsessed with stickers. As yes. I guess a lot of kids that age are mm -hmm. maybe, I don't know, third grade or something. Yeah. And, you know, the puffy one. Oh, oh the puffy. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting like a heart flutter yeah. thinking about how exciting that was. Did you have any pages? In I a had book? an album. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You had to have your sticker book. I had a sticker book. And this girl at ballet gave me a sticker and told me that there was acid on it, like that kind of acid, like the drug. Okay. And did you know what that was at the time? I guess I must have because I, yeah, okay. I don't know how, but I, yeah. maybe she said LSD. Yeah. I don't know why I would know that, but 
I don't know. You knew the song Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Yeah, I don't know. You made I, the connection. I had an older brother. I don't know. So I was so scared to take it because of the oh. drugs, but I did, and I put it in my book because it was a sticker. Yes. And then you tripped out so hard. <laughs> you tripped so hard. Strawberry like, shortcake came to life. I really smelled those. You just smelled her stickers. face. <laughs> I, I could really, see all the colors. <laughs> I could hear all the colors. I could smell all the colors. My dad visited California in 1984 during the Olympics when they were in California for like a business trip and brought back California Olympic stickers that said like welcome in welcome in yeah did they say that on them they said it in different languages well I remember them saying like you know California Olympics and they were like rainbow colors okay and I and they were puffy oh okay importantly and I was like, I'm going to move there someday. Aww. I was like so obsessed with those stickers. So here I am. Did I tell you I was in the opening Olympics of the 1984 Olympics? You carried a torch Opening maybe? ceremony? No, I danced. Oh my God. This is all kismet. Yeah. I danced in the uh, opening ceremony. I want to see that video. It is. Is there an existing? Delightful. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I can try. I, I mean, I'm sure find, online. We've on, got to put this in our show notes i'm so it's not like you can see me i mean there's you know we'll find uh, we'll find you little kids protect yourself by staying below the ridge ridge lines of hills and on the side of the hill opposite the volcano if you are caught in a hail of smaller pyroclastics crouch down on the ground facing away from the volcano and protect your head with your arms a backpack or anything backpack full of rocks see i mean see, that's why you have to keep that backpack full of rocks everywhere we have got to offer on our merchandise line a backpack full of rocks we should Yes. It's so it's so useful in almost every survival situation. The shipping might be expensive. You know what? Maybe the maybe we don't cover the shipping. Yeah. You know, we can't afford that. We really can't do that. Avoid exposure to poisonous gases. Volcanoes emit a number of gases, and if you're close to one when it erupts, these gases can be deadly. I didn't know that. I don't think I knew that. I didn't either. The gases? Yeah. So that you just breathe them in and you're like eh, dead. Uh, yeah. Breathe through a respirator, mask, or moist piece of cloth. This will also protect your lungs from clouds of ash and try to and try to get away from the volcano as quickly as possible. Do not stay low to the ground as some of the most dangerous gases are heavier than air and accumulate near the ground. Don't be that guy from remember the tornado episode, the guy who was like, I'm going to stay and watch. Yes. Don't be that 1920s farmer. No, don't Sticking be that around. guy. Don't Is be. that the guy who hit by, got hit by lightning 25 times? Don't be that guy either. No, that was a different guy. Yeah. Protect your eyes. I think 25 is low, wasn't it? Oh, no, it wasn't more than 25. <laughs> I think it was like 12. It was insane. But it was so many times. Protect your eyes as well. Wear goggles if your mask doesn't cover your eyes. Keep your skin covered with long pants and a long sleeve shirt. Protecting yourself after the eruption. Remain indoors until you're told it's safe to come out. Keep the radio on and stay. I love in this in this world, there's no TV. I mean, this was just written. But it's like, how about your how about your internet? They're how about not, your TV? Yeah, they're not saying anything on your phone. They want you to listen. Everyone's to, gonna be on Twitter. They want you to listen to fireside chat with FDR or something. I guess it's like, when have you ever had the instinct to turn on your radio? <laughs> <laughs> my my radio is on my phone. Like I don't even have a radio. I don't own one. I have a crank radio in my emergency supply yes, kit. But you even do. if there was an emergency, I would immediately go to my phone. Yes. Keep the radio on and stay inside until you learn the dangerous past and you're free to go outside. Even after the eruption is over, you might be advised to stay inside until the ash stops falling. 
If you do go outside before it's deemed safe, make sure your body is covered from head to toe and you breathe through a respirator or moistened cloth. Drink only bottled water. It's time to be a snob and drink bottled water. I guess so. Until the tap water is said to be clean. Bring your Perrier. Bring your Perrier. On your hike. If you see ash in any water source, avoid drinking it. If the ash falls for many hours, I mean, that's like end times. There's just fucking ash coming yeah, through the, for, for many hours. hours. You're in, you know, an 80s disaster yeah. movie. Officials might advise evacuating even after the eruption is over. That's because ash is so heavy that it can cause roofs to collapse. Whoa. Creating dangerous situations for people staying indoors. Okay, are you ready for a story? I love a good story, Daniel. This is more of like a history thing. I didn't do Mount St. Helens. Instead, I did the, because this just happened in January, the 2022 oh. Hunga Tonga Hunga Ha. A pie eruption and tsunami. You that just rolled right off. Your it tongue. really did, didn't it? <laughs> On twenty December, yes, twenty twenty one. This sounds like you found it in a English site. It was just Wikipedia, but well, sometimes they get all European on you. You know what? I like a little European flair. An eruption began on Hunga Tonga Hunga Haapai, a submarine volcano. So this is one of those underwater, underwater. volcanoes. Okay. In the Tongan archipelago, archipelago in the southern pacific ocean the eruption reached a very large and powerful climax nearly four weeks later what on 15 january 2022 i don't okay. even know about this i don't think i know it's, or i forgot well, about i feel it. bad because it's like i'm sure this was huge news when it happened but yes. there's so many huge news things that you just kind of forget there's so many emergencies yeah after staying relatively inactive since 2014 the hunga tonga hunga haai pai ha a pie volcano <laughs> erupted. <laughs> You've been relatively inactive since 2014, haven't you, Garen? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's due for an eruption. He is due for an eruption. <laughs> On 20 December 2021, sending particles and particulates into the stratosphere. A large plume of ash was visible from the capital city of Tonga. I'm not going to try to pronounce that. About 43 miles from the volcano. Can you just orient me to the location of Tonga? I was worried you were going to say that. I think it's near New Zealand. Okay. I, I accept that. I should have done more research. That's okay. Because when you pronounced the name of the volcano, yeah. I immediately was, oh, well, this is Hawaii. Yeah. But now that you've said Tonga, it's I'm like, specific, yeah, okay. Right. I believe it's, yeah. Um, the Volcanic Ash Advisory Center in Wellington, New Zealand, okay. issued an, an advisory notice to airlines. Mm. So imagine, there's so much ash in the air, they're like, we've got to call the airlines and put a stop to got it. flights. The, this initial eruption ended at 2 o'clock on the 21st of December. During uh, December 22nd, 23rd, uh, 5 to 8.7 miles high plumes wow. containing sulfur dioxide drifted to the north-northeast and spread over um, various island groups, which I'm not going to try to pronounce. But one of them is the Ha-Apai. <laughs> Got it. Um, okay. Steam plumes, which are called Sert-Sayan Sir, Sir, explosions, and steam bursts were recorded by a Tonga Navy crew on the 23rd, during which time the first ground-based images of the eruption were created. Now, the from the 24th to the 27th of December, steam and gas emissions reached altitudes of 6.4 to 7.6 miles. Ash plumes reached heights of only three kilometers, depositing ash only adjacent to the volcano. On Christmas, satellite Im imagery revealed that the island had increased in size by 980 to 1,970 feet. 
What? On its eastern side. Wait, wait a second. How is Santa going to get the presents to all the people? On the I know because now there's it's a larger area to cover. Yeah. During uh, the 29th through the 30th, several surges of activity occurred, some of which were witnessed by passengers on a small South Seas charters boat. Eruption plumes during the second half of December uh, 2021 erupted air travel, interrupted air travel in Tonga multiple times. Okay, as activity on the island decreased, it was declared dormant by the Tonga Geological Services on uh, January 11th. Okay. A large eruption commenced on January 14th at 4.20 local time. Smoke them oh. if you got them, Chris. I know that's your no time No one now. was prepared. I mean, it's not the only thing blowing ash. <laughs> <laughs> that's not an expression. Sounding clouds of ash 12 miles into the atmosphere. Think about that. That's insane. That's 12 miles. further than I've ever run. <laughs> Later in the afternoon, Tongan geologists near the volcanic... Sorry. Later in the afternoon, Tongan geologists near the volcano observed explosions and a three-point-wide mile, three-point-mile-wide ash column. A much larger Plinian eruption started the following day. Um, the eruption column from this eruption rose 36 miles into the mesosphere, which, if you don't know, is the third layer of the atmosphere. I didn't know what the mesosphere was. I didn't hear. Was. I didn't either. The... Um, the agency again issued an advisory notice to airlines. Ash from the eruption made landfall on the main line, main island of Tonga Tapu, blotting out the sun. <sighs> Loud explosions were heard 40 miles away in Nuku Alofa, and small stones and ash rained down from the sky. Wow. Many residents in Tonga were st- stuck in traffic whilst attempting to flee to higher ground, which is what they told you to do. The explosion was heard in Samoa, uh, roughly 520 miles away, before the sound traveled to more distant countries. Residents in Fiji, more than 430 miles away, described the sounds of thunder, while the thump of the eruption was also reported in Niu and Vanuatu. Tremors and shaking buildings were reported by residents in southwestern Niu, around just other places you've never heard of. It's okay. Um, The United States Geological Survey estimated the eruption at a surface wave magnitude of 5.8. The eruption was heard more than 1,200 miles away in New Zealand. So it's not that close to New Zealand, I guess. That's crazy. Where the sound arrived two hours later. A series of bangs were heard around 3.30 a.m. local time in and around Anchorage, Alaska, approximately 6,000 miles away from the volcano. I feel like the people that were actually in Tongo, their ears just would have started bleeding. Yeah, maybe they did. The undersea eruption also ejected 146 million tons of South Pacific Ocean water into the stratosphere. The amount of water vapor ejected was 10% of the stratosphere's typical stock. It was enough to temporarily warm the surface of the Earth. This water vapor was estimated to remain for 5 to 10 years. Uh, The eruption caused tsunamis in Tonga, Fiji, American Samoa, Vanuatu, and along the Pacific Rim, including damaging tsunamis in New Zealand, Japan, the United States, and the Russian Far East, Chile, and Peru. I mean, think of all the the Russian Far East and Peru. I mean, it's just crazy. Tsunamis everywhere. At least four people were killed, some were injured, and some remain possibly missing in Tonga from tsunami waves up to 66 feet high. Two people drowned in Peru, where, um, when six feet seven inch waves struck the coast it was the largest volcanic eruption since the 1991 eruption of mount pinatubo and the most powerful eruption since the 1883 eruption of krakatoa 
NASA determined that the eruption was hundreds of times more powerful than the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima. I still can't get over that only four people were killed. I know. I'm not sure, you know, because this happened kind of recently. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, it's not, it's, I mean, it's almost it's not more than half a year ago. So I don't know. I, I know it doesn't quite make sense. But it's amazing that that much destruction yeah. can happen in yeah. such a sh- small loss of life. Is that due to the warning system? I guess so, because I if mean, you live, right, exactly. If you live in those areas, they prepare great. for those things. I'm glad those people listen. Yeah. The eruption was the largest explosion recorded in the atmosphere by modern instrumentation, far larger than any 20th century volcanic event or nuclear bomb test. Wow. It is thought that in recent centuries, only the Krakatoa eruption of 1883 rivaled the atmospheric disturbance produced. Krakatoa is such an interesting word. It sounds like the name of a dinosaur. It does. Right? Yeah. It sounds like a, it's a word I know, but I yes. didn't know what the... Me too. What it was. I didn't know it was a volcanic I had no idea. Eruption. I wonder if they use it for something else. Mm. That's why limericks? we know it. Sounds like a good word for limericks. Potentially, yeah. Krakatoa, because it sounds like it could possibly be dirty. I bet it's used in porn. Oh, the Krakatoa? Yes. Yeah. Did, did, it involves molten lava. She'll do anything. Yeah, even the Krakatoa. Even the Krakatoa, so we got to get her on set. Yeah, but you got to get her really uh, drunk. And early in the morning, because she... Drunk early in the morning. Past noon, <laughs> yeah, she's... She's done for. She can't no. perform. She's a... Um, uh, uh, oh, shit. What's the word for a... <sighs> she's dormant. <laughs> she's dormant afternoon. She begins naked. She begins to naked burrow. Oh, God. Why do you have to bring back naked burrowing? It's the creepiest thing that ever was. I know, it's so awful. It really is. It's so awful. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Karen's just shaking his head at us in disappointment. Um, that was the story. It's pretty banana times. It is. I don't think you'll be hit by a volcano, but if you do, get to high land. Don't, I will. Don't be a hero. I'm going to take all your survival tips. I'm going to take the big gas mask yes. and the water and the pants and the thick shoes and yeah. an axe. Sure. Because I need to axe through Did things. I say an axe? You didn't. That just. I just want to... <laughs> As you many want to things. through yeah. lava. And my backpack full of rocks. And your backpack full of rocks. Yes. And we'll be right back with our guest. Can't wait. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Danielle. Christine. So, was it a spit or wasn't it a spit? That's the big controversy we're talking about. Uh, I don't think it was a spit. I think he would have looked up if it was a spit. We're talking about... Uh, uh, was it at a con or was it somewhere I else? I think it was the Venice Film Festival. Oh, Venice Film Festival with Chris Pine and... Uh, Pretty boy, um, Harry Styles. Harry Styles, yeah. Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. A lot of, a lot of drama. So much happening. Some people I don't actually really care that much but about, but it's just fascinating fun to follow. You know why? Because there's no abuse or yeah, it's just you know, silly. Real drama. Nobody's right. going to court. Right. We can just enjoy some people in beautiful dresses in Venice, maybe spitting on each other. Well, we are very excited because we have. A really great guest here. On the first half of the program, of course, we talked about exploding volcanoes. And now we were going to talk about exploding body parts with Laura House. I'm so excited that Laura's here. Laura Laura has written and produced on a large number of shows, including Nickelodeon's Side Hustle. And uh, in Ireland, she went to Ireland and worked on uh, The Secret Life of Boys. Yeah, a a BBC show. Yes, which I have to check out. I have to watch that. 
what is the belt? It doesn't stream here. I, oh, you're I, kidding! I always feel like Jan Brady when I when I when it goes beyond just <laughs> George Glass and move along. Yeah, yeah. I feel a little like no, I have this TV show and I'm the boss and it's in England and like and people are like, oh, where can I watch it? With nowhere. But oh, we live like in a Canada. World, yeah. Literally. Anything that's ever had a camera pointed at it, we can we can Google up yeah. and, and right, find right, it. Right, right. Yeah. But it they have not made a deal that puts it on that's crazy. Prime. It's not even on Britbox. It's not, not even not Acorn. Even on, <laughs> I don't know about Acorn. Maybe Acorn. Um, Wait, not yeah, even maybe, Britbox? Not even Britbox. Not e- I don't know. It's I mean I will say it's a it's a family show. It's a kid show, so maybe there's different. I don't know, you know, like like it's not that's, like we weren't solving a crime. So oh, maybe, that's maybe a that's, lot of it. Wasn't a cozy why, mystery. Maybe yeah, that's why we need some dead women in this show. Yeah, I know. Well, that's, that's what I kept pitching. <laughs> <laughs> I were, was like, "There's no dead people, and where's David Tennant to sort sort yes, it all out?" Even yes. though he has his own problems, he does. <laughs> so, speaking of your writing career, writing career. Your story today involves your writing career, it yes? Does, yes. It, yeah, it was a it was a weird weird move from it, but yes. Yeah, so the year, yes, twenty eleven. Oh, okay. Ooh. Picture it. I should have looked up like what song. Like when you look up the card with your birthday, right. what songs were we listening right. to? And you know, whatever, it's whatever. Black Eyed Peas. I'm sure there was oh, a Lady definitely. Gaga was in there somewhere. Yeah. And I found myself at a crossroads mm-hmm. as as we do. Sure. Yes. I appreciate that. Mm, that is an understanding. <laughs> Any time a job ends, right? You're at a crossroad. Like, yes. Anytime. It's funny from the outside, anyone who works in this business, like, you know, we just assume it's all good. Like, they just get job after job. But yes. everyone up close, like, when oh, you no. come in, like, on the impressionistic painting and you come, oh, come yeah. close and just see little, little brush strokes, every job that ends, you're like, now Am what? I a writer? Yeah, maybe I. Every single time. Maybe plumbing school. Uh huh. Yeah. I get a yes. call from Karen Kilgariff for an email or something that said, "Would you be willing to come to Chicago to write on this talk show?" Wow. And I, I'm not really a talk show writer, uh-huh. but I'm a joke writer and a comedian. I was yeah, like, right. so I, I put a packet together, and anytime there's a knowing. And then an event, uh, you feel like I'm Nostradamus. <laughs> you know, like, do you know what I mean? If you if you have an yes, inkling, yes, and then something so you're like, that is, yeah. I, there's the I'm, connection. Yes. There is no mystery in my future. Like, I see all. Yes. <laughs> like, that, yes. It does not take on a, on like one degree of being, you know, anything coming true feels like, yeah. well, I, I saw I'm, this. I'm a psychic. So uh, Oprah Winfrey was stepping down from her iconic oh, yes, talk show, yes. throne. and she has her from her uh, kind of her actual throne, like on her stage, and she was inviting Rosie O'Donnell to do a talk show oh, in that space, a and daytime talk show, a daytime talk show. So there was the big Warner Brothers show that everybody, you know, with the koosh balls yes. that everybody watched, and then this was not not that. Right. <laughs> this was years. This was years later. Yes. Right. And it was meant to be a, a more low key thing. It's on OWN, the right. Oprah Winfrey Network, right. and so it was meant to be a big, you know, thing over there. And um, anyway, so and Karen is the head writer. Paige Hurwitz is working. I'm just naming people. Nope, you, you I may know, know them. We yep. do. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and lovely, cool people. And so I get this invitation and, you know, do you want to come right? And so I, I put a packet together and I'm like, maybe this is the big thing I was feeling in my in my gut hole. And um, <laughs> and I get the job and it, it was, I you know, I had already 
made the moves to yes. put my stuff in storage. I mean, this was unbelievable. It's happening. So, yeah, that's it, right, right. Yeah. And it's an Oprah, it's comedy, which is my thing. Yes. And then it's also the Oprah, which oh is my kind God, of the like Oprah stamp. spiritually inspiring yes. stuff better, which is my other thing. Yes. So I'm And like, also money, which is your third thing. And some money, yeah. which is really the first thing. Yes. Like, right. really, yes. we're going to be honest. I'm going to really, let's move yeah. that to the front yeah. of the line. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's everybody's <laughs> thing. It doesn't, you know, we all need it. I have not meditated my way out of that. No. And so uh, it's it's important and it's fun. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so I I go to Chicago and I and I feel very I just setting the stage mentally like like I'm God's favorite. I mean, just to put like so a just a little. I wouldn't have said that to anyone out loud. I'm put too I'm fine con, a point I'm on it. Confessing it to you okay. now, but I'm feel, you know sometimes when things go your way and you just yes. feel like yeah. oh yeah like this yeah. is all is, working out. Yes, yeah, and like we the truth is we go in and out of those times and things come together and things fall yes. apart. That's the meditation teacher in me. But when you're in the coming together, sometimes it really just feels like. I did it. Yeah, you know, like right. we are, we are on. I will never be sad again. That's what my head likes to to think. So, oh, anyway, I love this. I'll never be sad again. Everything's going my way. So I go to I'll Chicago, never be sad. <laughs> <laughs> and I go. I'm it's on a Thursday. I'm going to start work on Monday. So I fly in. I'm like, this is incredible. And I treat myself to like a nice hotel. I should have looked up the name of it, but like an old hotel. Uh-huh. It's near the Bean. <laughs> it, yes. You know, near the park, near the Bean. I don't know anything about Chicago. It's a fair. Bueller. Yeah, sure. And then I want to go there and I'm going to see Second City at some point. Right. So I'm just like, this is amazing. So uh, I mean, this like, it's just a dream. Like, I'm, I'm sure I ordered room service the first night. Like, yeah. I'm going to eat some steak and just really, really take this in. And the <laughs> Friday, I go to Harpo. Uh-huh. Like, I go to like, check it out because I start yeah. work on Monday. I'm walking around and like, Oprah is there. I mean, it's, she's on the premises. It's like, like you're in, I'm in the space yeah. of Oprah. You're in her. Yeah. Did work you home. feel an essence yes! of Oprah? Yes. <laughs> oh, it's no mistake. Is you're, you're like, I can't believe is everything it. lilac scented. Every, I just feel like everything. Yes. No, but everything is nicer than any than other places. Yes, that makes like, sense. Like we've all been in workplaces. Yes. Yes. But like, okay, this is also I'm gonna open up a little and confess this this or be vulnerable. It's like in the snack room. Yeah, <laughs> the snack room really is like little packets of raw almonds and and in the fr- little blueberries oh and hummus. Exactly what you everything would, you yes. want. She yes. would tell you to eat, and yes. it's not too cold. I bet and it, it's not it's not too cold. It's not the perfect. Excellent, excellent point, Chris. For women, the AC <laughs> the temperature is set to heaven. <laughs> it just everything is just every every setting is set to transcend. The, Gail's playing a harp. Yes, exactly. Gail's <laughs> playing a harp in the corner, and you're just. You're, oh my you, god, her favorite thing blankets are just like <laughs> across her chairs. Her favorite things are everywhere. <laughs> They're just strewn about, and you're just like, this is unreal. Like it was so cool, and they were doing a like a behind the scenes reality. They're doing the talk show and yeah. the behind the scenes okay. thing, and I'm like, am I going to be on TV? I mean, uh-huh. even more God's favorite. Like this is great. And so I, so Friday, I like I'm looking around and what and meeting people and like this is so great and go out to dinner that night with Karen and with Stephanie who's a producer on the show mm-hmm. and I you know I'm I'm living a good life like so yes, I, I'm like are. I'm like eating something healthy or whatever and I take a bite of like like uh salad and a little stomach the weird stuff like a little girl where I'm like mm. maybe something's weird in this Huh. Caesar salad. A lot of activities happening or in your life. Could be, yeah. yeah. I was nervous, on a plane. excited. Yes. I was on it, you know. So 
I just, you know, I kind of, I shove it down with more food probably is what I did. But yeah. I, you know, so I enjoy the meal and I'm just like, oh, that was weird. And the next morning, I, Saturday, we're, Tom and I are going to look for apartments, you know, because okay. we're going to work, you know, like yeah. we're going to live there. And so, we just stomach doesn't feel uh, good. Does yeah. not feel good in, in in my stomach. And at lunch, like we like we look at apartments and we're going to get lunch. I didn't really even eat, which is unlike me. I'm just like I don't know. I get this kind of stomach thing. Mm-hmm. I think everybody went out that night, maybe to uh, go do something. Saturday like, night. Saturday night in Chicago. My third. Man. I'm living my life, yes. and like I think saw you know like a band in the park or something. I was like. Ah, I don't, I don't, you know, maybe tired from flying. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. Sunday morning, I wake up screaming into my pillow. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Sunday morning. At Sunday, That's I was like. That's not my favorite thing. No, no, no. Not God's favorite. Maybe no. God's least favorite. Maybe God's. Yeah. I probably ate something weird. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. I'll just give it time. Yeah, yeah. Time is my doctor. Uh-uh. And. <laughs> He's not very good. Mm-mm. Oh, no. <laughs> He's not a good He doctor. was licensed in some foreign land, <laughs> and we don't know what happened He there. is not thorough. Mm-mm. He is not helpful. Mm-hmm. And so I, or she, yeah. and so <laughs> no reason so Dr. Time has right. to be, a, or, or they, them. Anyway, oh, okay. so the Time doctor is not on my side. And so Karen and I had had, you know, maybe we'll see a movie on Sunday or uh. whatever, and we called to check in about it, and I was like, I am having these stomach things. And on Saturday, I didn't mention I was near a CVS. I, I went and bought every stomach thing. Yeah. Yes. Because I did not know, is it, am I constipated? Am I bloated? Is right. it gas? Is it, and so I was just yeah. like, I'll try them all. Get it which, all. That doesn't seem like the best solution. Well, doctors the, often advise just, just buy everything on the shelf. <laughs> just just do, get a do for and against any, yes. any issue you might have. Take do, a probiotic take and a, an antibiotic. Take an antihistamine and a prohistamine. Anti-diarrheal, pro-diarrheal. Absolutely. That's what I did. I was like, I don't know what you are, but let's fix you. Let's just throw everything at it. The only doctor worse than time is me yeah. with extra money yes. at, at CBS. A CBS. Right. <laughs> with me <laughs> with a, a an active, active income at oh. CBS where you, can go, where you can splurge on the extra yes. gas X or whatever it may be. And so I was like, and I'm telling, I'm like, I have this stomachache. I don't know what it is. I've never had this before. And she says something that to this day, and I tell her and she rejects this notion. She dismisses it anytime I bring it up. She, she said something that saved my life. Wow. Literally saved my life. Did and she say go to the doctor? She, which, which is, you're an idiot. What's wrong with you? She said my mom was a nurse. Uh-huh. And what you're describing sounds like it could be your appendix. Oh. And I honestly, I could, I was trapped in a prison of my own mind of like, I did something wrong. I ate something yeah. weird. Yes. It'll pass. You know, if only, if only I picked the right pink thing at CBS it would would work and so I was like what and she she said maybe call the hotel doctor you know if they have a medical person I get. I mean, in it, it, fancy hotels. To be honest, yeah, it was a, it was an old time hotel. I just, I didn't even question. I was like, I called down. We're like, do you have a hotel doctor? And they sent a guy up who I quickly realized was 
was not a doctor, but was a representative of the hotel to make sure I could not sue them. Oh. <laughs> like, uh, like he was someone who's he's keeping his line. He's yes. keeping his. He was possibly head of security. Okay, but he was like keeping his. <laughs> but he had his doctor. But he had a stethoscope, and but you were like still a better doctor than time or, or you or myself with yes. that cash <laughs> with me with a credit card at CVS, and so he was like. Okay, I can, he was so careful with his word. I've never met anyone more careful with his word. He was, he was like, I can see by where you're holding your, because I'm just like gripped oh. on my stomach. He said that that is the side where the appendix is, that it could be your appendix. I am neither diagnosing oh my God. nor dismissing. And I was like, okay, gee, like, is there a stenographer here? Like, what, really? what, what is happening? Got, there's a notary next to <laughs> yeah, him. There's a notary. I just need your, on the way out, like, I'm on a stretcher, like, I just need your fingerprint. I just need you to We're sign stamp this. right yeah, here. Can you, can you just sign this with this waiver that you won't get mad at us when your head explodes? He was, he was, it, it could be that Northwestern Hospital is a few blocks away. Um, you know, do you need an ambulance? I could call a cab for you. Do you want, you know? And I, w- I was like, yeah, I guess I should, <laughs> I guess I should go to the doctor. Like, literally, with, within that time, I had been screaming no into a pillow. Like, that oh. was my bet because I was just, it hurt. And I didn't know why. I had only read stomach aches. <clears throat> That's the thing about things in your body exploding. <laughs> It only happens once. You right. don't know. Like it's this is not gonna happen. Like right. if it happened again, I go, Oh, my appendix, oh, right. my appendix yeah, just right. does this. I sometimes. remember the last time. <laughs> you know what? Like I don't have to scream <laughs> you know, I recall screaming into a pillow was not the answer, so now I know. Go to a hospital. But like you don't know yeah. what's happening. And also, to be honest, I'm not ten years old. So I didn't know your appendix. It seems like your tonsils out, or it seems like it's something that happens to children. No, Am I crazy. No, yes, you are. I'm fully. <laughs> all right. I'm, no, a, I'm, a, appendix, I'm a middle. I'm thirty something, forty yeah, something, whatever I was. I think at that's the time. when your appendix. Yeah, Garen had it just Did recently. You? Yeah, just in. Was it just January? A few months ago. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. hurts, right? It does. I That's did the exact good... same thing you did. Thank you, because I'm in... starting to feel weird about myself. No, no. I was like, this is get because I didn't get to the. It sounds like yours was worse than mine. I didn't get to the point. And mine of, was way of... worse. It hurts. <laughs> I win. God is punishing her. Remember, no, she's I God's win. least favorite. I, but I did the same thing. I went and got gas sex. Same things. Like it's just oh, yes. gas. But that makes sense. I mean, I understand yeah. why yeah. you would do that. Bloated, yeah. and then just an ache. It, I literally didn't. I, the only reason I even brought it up to a doctor is because I went to get a COVID test. Oh. And like, do you have any symptoms or anything? Well, I got this weird gassy thing. And then her face just went, oh, you need to go to the ER. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. It oh, was, wow. It's Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. So that no, was, yeah. okay, good. I feel I a little. I think tonsils might be a good thing. I haven't talked to but... this about it with enough people because I, I just feel like I'm the dumbest person in the no, world. No. Not at all. Not at all. No. I'm, so at this moment, I'm. 15 years sober mm-hmm. today so whatever that was less than that so i'm i'm five four five <laughs> six i don't know whatever yes. math is okay have, will you have your son figure out sure. how, yes, how many years I will. So he seems very smart he's pretty smart <laughs> and so I, I i like they hooked me up to an iv they're like you're dehydrated it could be your appendix we're gonna take a look we have to this that and and i and at some point i was like oh by the way i'm sober i can't have you know, morphine. Or you were like, four and, years sober, by the way, at that time. Thank you. You're they welcome. were like too late. Oh, <laughs> oh. so I'm just like a little loopy, and yes. also to be honest, good. 
Like, yeah. I thank you. Not, for I was doing I that. was like, you know yeah. what? It's all right. I didn't do it on purpose, so I can't get in trouble for it. Right. <laughs> and, and I'm just gonna take this freebie. Yes. It happens in sobriety it, sometimes. You just go, yeah. that was a freebie. Yeah. I can't, I, you know, it's in my arm. It's in my arm. So is that, what do they do if if that's the case? They just not give you a narcotic, but some other kind of painkiller? I guess. Okay. I guess, but the, it was, I, who knows? I well, mean, thank once, God. once again, I'm God's favorite, by the yes. way, with the morphine coming yes. in and it you wasn't my, it. I'm just like, right. oh, this is helpful, or Dilata, whatever they were giving me, <laughs> whatever Lenny Bruce concoction yes. they were like shooting into me. You're and a comedian. Then, was I even at a hospital? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you might have been in the basement of the hotel. Yeah, come to think of it. Just a good laundry. I didn't even, now that, now that I talk about I didn't even leave that hotel room. What did that guy, like, they just took a kidney? What is, I'm really oh, no. learning. No, no, it was, I was in a hospital upset Northwestern. But what if I just misremember it? Was, I've never even met Karen Kildare. What is, what is happening? Now that I talk about it, I realize I've never left Nebraska. What? So we, anyway, so we're in, and I fill out the things. And then they, I had a sister-in-law at the time and she, she called the, she was from Chicago. So I feel like she felt like she had a little pull. home turf. In yeah, yeah. She, had an she had some pull. She's yeah. from a suburban outside. <laughs> now we're outside of Chicago. But she was like, let me text. <laughs> you know, your brother says you're in the hospital because, you know, like I was like, text my brother. I'm in the hospital. Uh, and then, like, yes. also, I'm answering all the medical questions. This was so dumb, but made me laugh. I'm all the medical questions as Karen is sitting there. Uh-huh. And, like, there's stuff you don't want to, you know, they're uh-huh. like, tight. What do you weigh? What yes. do you, you know, whatever. And I was, I, whatever, when it was weight, I like said my weight. I was like, but. I wear it well. Like there's like, oh I'm still trying to like save face, and oh she's I, like, I feel like I heard her be like, <laughs> like I'm just so funny. I'm high, and yeah. I'm answering questions that my sister-in-law is like yelling at a nurse, or like like bully muscling them Love or whatever. It. She's like you, and you get this. So they tell me. Oh, your appendix, and this word I've never heard with a body part, and I never want to hear it again. It's perforating. Ooh. Oh no! So I'm just picturing like I just got yeah. a like I just got a residual check. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Carefully, and I'm just like the perforation carefully. at the bottom, and I'm just like, z, 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 that's what my organ oh. is doing inside my guts, which you don't want. Mm. No, no, you want that on a residual check because yes. you don't, yeah. you don't need the top part. Yeah, we well, gotta save but it for I, tax I purposes. I, yeah, yeah, well, no, you put you yeah. put it in a file. Yeah, but you yeah, don't, yeah, you know, yeah. the yeah. bank doesn't. Right. Chase Bank isn't interested. No, they in don't all need that. what I made thus far this year. No. Anyway, so I was, but no, hang on to those people and hang yes. on to them for five years, seven, I think, if you're incorporated. Anyway, so I was, I was just. They said we have to do an emergency appendectomy. Wow. In the morning. Uh, and I, thank you. I just realized I told this whole story just for that validation. Who does an emergency operation? In the, in the morning, morning. Wait, the doctor needs it? to sleep. Oh, because yes. I don't know. Or was it? Do they need schedule. you on an empty stomach or something? Or what? I, I don't, don't need you to defend them. And no, their I don't. <laughs> no, no. It's, uh, why are you he, Team Northwestern he Hospital? He was no, golfing. I think he was midnight golfing. <laughs> maybe, it was, maybe it was disc golf, and he's he's, yeah. a, he's a hipster in Austin, yes. and he's like, well, how do I? No, it was I. What I it was just. Like he gets to work in the morning, and that's what he'll do. I really don't think it had. Do you to want do the best me. guy? They got or one woman. Do you want the best guy? By that we mean the only the one guy coming we have? in the morning who's yeah. available. 
Okay, so so are you a? Do they put you to sleep at this? Not put I you did, to sleep, I, but I did. I, I they morphed you to sleep. Yes, probably. Yes, okay. we'll call it sleep. <laughs> I was twilight sleep. Yes, yeah, I was in a semi-induced coma in yes. that night. No, but it was. Uh, yeah, so I I go to sleep and I and I wake up and I I honestly doubt she would want me to even t- but I have to she Karen spent the night Aww. she stayed in that hotel I did not know anyone in that town and like it meant she stayed in the hospital I with should you. call I should send her very big gifts every year yes. at, for her birthday but I just was like like someone was like I'm here that's nice because it is scary I mean I, I can't imagine you're in a city you don't scary. know anybody you don't have yeah. any yeah it was it was weird and, and was so, your sister-in-law there or just on the phone she, she was in texas with my brother but she oh. was just like on the phone okay. it was uh that's nice you know, too that someone's advocating for you but it was nice but there's something kind of funny about like yeah. i speak chicago I, yeah. so yeah. like stupid. <laughs> so stupid i'm very yeah. connected I, yeah. I have connections i've there. been to wrigley field let me talk to this guy <laughs> like i'm just gonna oh you're name. close to the bean <laughs> oh i know that oh, I, I know the bean <laughs> i've had a beef sandwich <laughs> yes exactly get like, the doctor on the phone yeah I, I know a polish sausage from a different kind of hot dog chicago style let pizza me, yeah i got yeah. this yeah let me talk to that guy we speak the same language that's about relish on a dog yeah. and, and having little seeds on the Dub bun. bears <laughs> yeah you wouldn't know how to talk to him you're from texas but yeah send me the phone oh my god but she did she was like it was really important that's so funny it was more about her validation at this uh, maybe maybe it was like like listen i'm a project manager so, <laughs> listen, I'm a project manager. I'll take care of this. Um, so yeah, it was uh, yeah. So I woke up with one less organ. <gasps> okay, so did they? I hope. Did I hope they... it was only one less. Oh boy! What oh. if they went in there and got greedy? Did they wake you up? <laughs> to I t- would never know. You like don't. you, they woke you up to tell you you're going into surgery now, right? It wasn't I don't like remember. oh, you don't remember any of that. Oh wow! I don't remember. Morphine so haze. maybe. So then, did you make it to work like, on I Monday? Think I re- <laughs> No. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, so Monday, and so I, but I did start work on like maybe Wednesday or something. Then wow. in retrospect, I got to say too soon because I'm I'm stapled together. I don't even oh, remember which God. side it was now, but it's like I'm, and I'm working on a comedy. Oh, with you can't some of laugh. The funniest people. Oh boy. Ever and at one point, like I was living that idea oh. of like side splitting busting a, gut. Busting a gut all, uh, all those expressions yes. that we we think aren't real i yes. mean i was literally somebody's telling a story i was like oh oh don't the, oh. no seriously no seriously no like, seriously oh, no. <laughs> like now just like stomach and uh, yeah lungs are popping <laughs> yeah, out i'm like tucking it back this. in yeah i'm just like oh this oh. is so embarrassing like you sneeze and you're like oh no but, but it's your it's all your inside organs you're the yeah. guy from operation just like yeah, i was the guy from operation ham bones coming that out was, of you yes if it had only been closer to halloween i would have been like this makes so much. <laughs> i'll just be the guy from operation oh does God. anyone do that for halloween you're the guy from that, operation they, they it's a really a good idea. idea that's a great yeah. idea just draw the little openings yes. there. there's my funny bone yeah there's gotta be yeah there's, i'm sure there are people that's yeah so good. or that. just even a shirt that has all the things on it yeah no that would be yeah. probably the easier way to go but you and gotta then attach a the scary buzzers yeah <laughs> and i guess you wear a clown nose yeah you gotta clown have nose <laughs> middle part <laughs> yeah the alfred newman middle part he has a bad haircut not great. Yes. bad hair was not great. yeah let's get that they, taken care of before we start doing surgery there's no need just because he needs an operation that his hair wouldn't be normal give him a man bun maybe a you nice Mad Men John Hamm kind of yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, so then you're 
as a child, you're like, I really like operating I'm kind on of, this guy. <laughs> you're, you're kind of in operation. You're, you're associating. Mom really likes like playing a, operation. A sexual turn on with this, like, I'll take out that guy's funny bone all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what's down here? Is there a dirty operation? There's now I feel like there's got to be a whole like X-rated operation. Yeah, like there's got to yeah, like there you know, should dirty be. stuff. That's a really good idea. Yeah, putting really in, taking good. out dirty stuff. Garen, go to Spencer's real quick. We've got. <laughs> I mean, you could have a whole a line. Yeah, yeah. You have a whole line of these things. Also, different hairs, different bodies, yes. different. Oh. I like it. Why isn't that a thing? Anyway, I don't know. so yeah, so that's how I so my appendix burst and then I oh. had to go to work and then uh, and you have to make an impression on Rosie O'Donnell yeah and like yeah well that actually was helpful okay because now I'm now the girl sympathy. who's exploded yes. who's, whose appendix just exploded so we were like how how are you you yes. doing okay yeah. well, is that all right like uh. now you're yeah it's a pretty uh, good impression. That's pretty good. It's eerie. <laughs> that was good. I mean, I, I played it down, yeah. but, you know, you I know just how to do everyone it. to You can do a rosy. So how long did you work on the show? We was it fun? there for a few months. I mean, that's the thing. So here's my, so my organ exploded and oddly, like, your theme is so great of like, you know, how do you survive? Yeah. Like, yeah. I survived this. I was very lucky to, because I was where I had health insurance yes. at the time. Like, you don't always in this. Sure. When you write for TV, like you have But wait, to, you, you know, had just started, so did that Well, I had been take, working for a while, so... Oh, so you had, okay, okay. So, okay. so I'd had it, so... Got it. But sometimes it lapses, like if you yes. don't make yes. the... Now it's 40 grand a year, like you, the, you don't have health insurance, which yeah. is a, a weird gun to your head, and so... You're talking about the union provides yeah, health insurance, and it just like with any job, you have to work there a certain amount of time to, you know, to, to, to take the benefits. Yeah, and it, but it's so weird for us because... Most jobs, you they hire you, and then you you work there for the foreseeable your life. future, yeah. right. <laughs> unless there's a problem. And our job yeah. is like, you're hired, you're amazing, this is incredible. We'll revisit in two months. Right. Like it's just this. It's so you know, like precarious. Or this job might go away. Like yeah. my my, mom, my mom. Yeah, my mom taught seventh grade, and she never like showed up on. In September and like no school, right? Yeah, she, right. She, she was never like, "Where'd the school go?" Yeah, it was, they they never just like people didn't like the school enough. The school's not enough people watch the school, <laughs> and so <laughs> it wasn't hitting the right demographic. That's yeah, cool. yeah, exactly. Like a lot of people, like, critics like the school, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it was no, a cr- it, it was it like a, a school for for other schools. Yeah, other schools a, appreciated. Yeah. That other school. schools like this school, but right. we really need a lot of middle America to like this. Right. School. So yeah, she never and but also in her defense, she did tell me that would happen. Uh, so I actually the way I survived was I, I was taken care of in these weird little ways, like for and also I just had to complete surrender. Mm. And accept it. I mean, if your if your body if an organ decides it's just going to split, in it's half, done. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there's no fight. There's no fighting it. I right. Mean, screaming into a pillow didn't get me anywhere. And so a little it was it was like listening to people take it was kind of taking a back seat to it and just being like, oh, oh, I think my initial thought was like, how can I make this go away? You know, uh-huh. stuff at CVS or willing it away. Right. Or if I right, ignore right, it right. enough and you're not. So the same when you're a pen, like you don't know what it is. So you're like yep. most stomach things do kind of. Work itself out. Yes. It yeah. Out. That's a non-gross word. Time is usually <laughs> effective. Yes. Okay. I'm not crazy. So I, this, I just had to go like, oh, oh, hospital. Okay. Like, I don't want to go to the hospital, but oh, oh operation. Well, uh, yeah. all right. And now some recovery. Okay. I yeah. guess that's what I have to do. So that's what got me through it and help. And like, you know what I would have done? 
call up that security guard. If he doesn't want a problem on his hands, he's going to get you that medication. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> This yeah. is my prescription. Here's what I need. Yeah. You know what? Have my sister-in-law call him and That's put it right. in Chicago. She speaks Chicago, yeah. Let me. <laughs> right. Like as if she's a mafioso. Just like as the... if she's like got a bat and she's yeah. hitting it in her one hand and holding it with her other. Like she's a prohibition Listen, Chicago Let me tell him monster. to do it with a lot of flat A's and he'll understand what I'm talking about. Ah! <laughs> Give me an example. I know what you're talking about with flat um, A and now I want to okay. hear it. Uh, you gotta go across the street and get you the gotta go, medicine. Go to the CVS Jim. in aisle six. Yeah. Oliver, how you doing? <laughs> that my, is so perfect. My in-laws are from Chicago, so they're all very. It's oh, that like makes sense. very hard on my. And then sometimes if my son has been around them, he'll start talking like them. I'm like, you're not one of them. You're from Los Angeles. Oh, wow. <laughs> you have to debrief him. Yes. At the, yes. You, have to, you have to quarantine yes. him with language. After to, just with make him. him watch the OC. Yeah. It's this. It's it is that kind of accent. It's that kind of accent where it's the same as if you. It, it's the same in Texas. If mm. you're in Texas for a minute, like. But that's sort of charming, you isn't can't it? Take it is it? I don't know. I've never been to Texas. <laughs> is it when you when your boyfriend sounds like he's never read a book? All of a sudden, <laughs> you're like, is it, is it charming? When you're like, I guess not. I know the barbecue's good, but I mean, you, you sound like you hate women. Why you stop talking like that. So I'm like, why? Why? I understand. That's amazing. I feel like you're about to backhand me. Please, please, please stop. But yeah, we uh, so. So that's how I got through that. And then we go in this job and I'm living in Chicago and, and mm-hmm. like and my and my boyfriend at the time he did come see me for a couple of days to kinda of take care of me, but then nice. cheated on me. Oh. And then the job got really stressful. Wait, and he cheated on you at that time period? He cheated on me. Like, every day. I thought we might grow apart because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm in another city yeah. and I didn't make demands on him and we didn't you know, we weren't like you know, engaged or whatever, but yeah. we've been together for some months and mm. knew each other's for years. And so I thought it would be like, you know, we call every day, yeah. we yeah. call three times a week, mm-hmm. we call twice, when we, you know, we just wish each other well. Okay, right, I right, just right. thought it would kind of like, Peter like, yeah, like just the roller coaster at the very end. Oh, we sure. stop, you know, and then we're just gliding. That was fun. It's, it's, you know, everyone disembark. Yeah. <laughs> so, don't leave your purse behind. Yeah, don't leave your purse. Yeah, take all your valuables, Personal, and we're not we're not yeah, responsible pleasure. for anything you lost. That's on this. right. Don't even ask us. And so I, I thought that would go like this, but no. He came to visit me. He's like, oh my god, I can't believe, you know, this is yeah. so terrible. And he he flew in to hang out, and then he he brought me a book that was like Eloise because it's a little to like just as a little gesture because she lives stuck in a hotel. She lives in a yeah. hotel, and it was just a very sweet. And so then every day was like, I love you, like calling every day like it wasn't letting up yeah and then i he was gonna come visit like around halloween which was our anniversary and then i was getting a weird set i had a knowing oh yeah. boy have i told you about my they, knowing? i know about the knowing <laughs> i know sometimes about the knowing. i just know in my gut yep. that's about to explode, explode right. <laughs> then i just have some knowing that knowing a lot of good that knowing did me with the mm. appendix by the way but i had this i was like something so, something said something that didn't line up with and i and i asked him and he was like well yeah i mean we i mean we didn't say we <gasps> would and we didn't say we were exclusive he pulled that line that, oh. that, yeah that kind but it's like but we also didn't say like I'm going to tell you I love you every day. Yeah. But during we're the open th- from the last time you said it, you were inside someone. Oh, I wouldn't say that gross. either. So it was this weird like, and then the job was very stressful, and mm. I won't say who, but somebody there liked to yell a lot. Mm. 
Did she throw cruise balls at you? I don't know who it was, (laughs) Danielle. All right. This is going out to the public, but I will just say someone there was having a hard time. Okay. (laughs) Someone Someone felt the pressure of Oprah on her shoulder. Someone there with a lot of power Mm. (laughs) was upset. Okay. Often, okay. <laughs> so, so aye, really, aye. it's a, so really. This is a story of like my my oh. guts exploded. Then I really had to survive. Like oh then I re- then then it was like it was like that was kind of the least. Or we, I, you know what? In a novel, it was a foreshadowing. Yes, because <laughs> yes. it was it was this like I really had to learn how to survive some some other things. So I, and essentially that that job. Um, I'm, the whole thing might have lasted five months. And by uh-huh. whole thing, I mean, e- even without me. Like, so a couple of us were let go New Year's. Oh, <laughs> New Year's no. Day. And then, a cup, then, then like, I think a couple more people were let go. And then the whole thing was I was just saying it didn't last Just like my long, mom's right? school. Then the whole thing was gone. Uh. <laughs> so it was, it was just like, like, sometimes that's how companies quit. You know, like, yes. that's, that's how they, where it's like, oh, yes. well, Fifteen percent go out. It's right. not going to make the news. Twenty right. yes. percent go out, and then then oh, we're we're gone. Right. And was so, that a relief to be let go because it was so stressful, or was it still yeah, kind of awful? Yeah, it kind of was. I mean, it's it's a mixed bag because it's you know you never I, I never even when I leave I never want to be expendable. Like even when I of live course. here, yeah. leave here when I walk out the door, I want you all to turn to each other and go. I don't know if we can even continue this podcast without her. <laughs> yeah. Like we should I don't, probably just ask her to be the third. <laughs> exactly. I don't, person. I don't belong here. You don't need me, but that is all I really want is for, for people to encounter yes. me and then go, I don't know if I can go on without that presence. I love, you know, I have yes. been fired from some of the dumbest jobs in the oh. world and I cry every time. It's so hard. I am emotionally devastated every it time. Is, it's devastating. I, I, it's so. Fu- it's just like I'm so sensitive, or yeah. I don't know what. It is. I think it's just an ego thing. It's no, just like you want to be. Don't, best you want to be. I'm gonna Danielle wanted. Koenig you oh. for a second. Mm. You, you've Danielle Koenig me a couple times. Okay. I just want to say I think it's normal to be upset when you're fired. Yes, I think it's very under. I don't think it means you're sensitive, and I don't think yeah. it means like you have some giant ego. It's like you're fired. It hurts. Yeah, it, the I, you hired me. We thought right. we were going to fall were in happening. love. We thought right. I thought I was yes. God's favorite. I mean, I yes. really was hoisted on my own petard in this story. So I was, just, I, you know. Oh yeah, and you then were. Somebody's like, we actually prefer to do this without you. Is <laughs> a terrible conversation. But no, no, we're uh, we're still doing this job. Yeah, right. but, but we, without we you. think it would go better <laughs> if you if your contributions didn't exist. And then it's like. Okay, but truth time. When the show got canceled, you must have felt somewhat vindicated. Do you do a little dance, yeah. maybe? Yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was also like, a little... Because it's like, it's not was... my fault. It's not... It's yes. just like the thing with the appendix. This wasn't my fault. This thing was going to burst from the beginning. Oh, what a great... What, see, I, I can't even Daniel Koenig you. That's no. next level. Thank you. I can't do that. Thank you. No, that's a gift you just gave me, to be You're honest. You're welcome. I ne- it was. It was like, I couldn't help it. Yeah. I couldn't yes. fix it. I couldn't change it. You know... So yes, it was the same. I was screaming into a pillow. Yes. <laughs> until I was released from that contract. Right. And then it was like, oh, there was nothing I could have done anyway. I think we've really learned something. Here. I have, obviously. Yeah. This was entertaining. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> moving. Oh. Informative about the business. <laughs> yes. a, little, a little inside a little baseball. Inside. I love some inside baseball. Ba- all right. First of all, 
thank I can't thank you enough. This has been great. A you delight. Were a fantastic Aww. guest. So, fun. so, so nice glad to, to have you on. You. I'm you. so glad that you've um that you're working and that you're and you have a nice are you guys married or you just have a hubby ish? Hubby ish. Hubby ish. Yeah. Okay. Hubba Jason. Hubba Jason. We accept um, Hubba Jason we, here. We, yeah. We, we love that. We, I'm glad you accept it. Say, what if you turn and go, well, maybe if he's ready to make an honest woman. Yeah, we're not going to like, Well, you we're just, not airing this episode. 1952. We're not airing this I'm not at you. Wait. Wait, you're what? Wait, you're not married? But you don't live together, obviously. <laughs> you have separate beds, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, of course. Obviously. Um, <laughs> I'm an actual harumph. <laughs> 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 Ooh, don't get me I'm all riled up. <laughs> literally clutching your pearls. What is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Danielle, where do you get these people? Yeah, it's it's so great to unpack this stuff. That's why it's so neat to talk about a thing you survived. Yes. Because you always feel like the only one or like maybe I didn't do it well enough or I don't, you know, I I mean, honestly, I still feel a little bad about it or or whatever. And then it's like people, yes, absolutely. I get it. Same thing. No, we've all, we've all been so relatable. We all know and are talented people who have been fired from things. First, first oh, of all, man. mostly, we, I mostly, feel like I've been fired. And we've all, <laughs> <laughs> which is an impressive statistic, yeah. to yes. be honest. That, yes, like, and we've going. all, uh, you know, had our appendix burst at. Um, no, I think at the age you were, that's exactly when it happens. Wow, I'm pretty I sure. I just thought it yeah. was a, it happened. No, to little kids. J- Jimmy, Jimmy's burst when he was, I don't know, 30s or something. What do you have? Yours? Maybe earlier. Yeah, I have mine. Nothing's burst oh, on I've me. I still got the original. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm factory. Factory you're better than delivered. Us. <laughs> Just you wait. <laughs> it's coming. Well, it's now coming. you know. If you're ever screaming into a pillow, it's I mean, your I appendix. have been in pain. Okay. But um, anyway, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, of course. And so nice to be. Here. We can't wait for all the shows you've written on to to hit the stage one our day. <laughs> they're gonna. Be, I heard that they're negotiating with who. I love this character. Oh, <laughs> I'm an 11 God. year old who has shows in Europe. <laughs> and, and, the, and the offices with the production office that we had was so interesting because they had slightly different food because it was Ireland. It was so good. We drank beer. It was soda bread and, and Guinness, which I didn't have, but still a lot of people enjoyed it. I, I can only think of soda oh bread. My God. Yeah, it's cabbage. Yeah. Corned yeah. beef. They had, um, they had corned beef to cabbage every day. Oh, every no, day. A was, leprechaun would help sat on my shoulder and help me write. A leprechaun was the co-EP. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will be right back with what did we learn today? Chris, are you ready to learn what we learned today? I love learning. It's one of my favorite pastimes. Euchre is a trick-taking game with a trump card played by four players in teams of two. Man, he really ruined that word. He really did. He fucked it all up. You are always at risk if you're near a volcano. Oh, man. Sexy sounding. Oh, this is good. The closest volcanic area to Los Angeles is the Caso Volcanic Field that lies just north of Ridgecrest, California, about 181 miles north of Los Angeles. That's not so far. So it wasn't so far. So your question was actually very smart. Not as stupid as we thought. No. Mount St. Helens is an active stratovolcano located in Skamania County, Washington, in the Pacific Northwest region of the United States. It lies 52 miles northeast of Portland, Oregon, and 98 miles south of Seattle. Portland should not be your option B, folks. It shouldn't? No. 
Oh, you mean because of their volcano? And the super tsunami. Super tsunami? Yeah. That happened in Portland? It's gonna. Oh, okay. It's I coming. Know. Will it be kind of the artisan? <laughs> yeah, it'll be uh, arti- an it, artisan. It's available tsunami. on Etsy. Oh, okay. All right, cool. <laughs> Put a bird on it. Um, be prepared. You can't count on your well or public water in the case of an eruption. Don't let lava lick your face. It's not a kitten. Yeah, right. No flip-flops. Um, sheep snuggles coming soon. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, Watch for pyroclastics. Keep your backpack full of rocks handy. Protect yourself from gases and ashes. Even if you're not near a volcano, yeah. I think that's a really good... Stay away. Yeah. I guess by a radio? Yeah, I mean... I mean... Can't right. hurt. I guess. Hunga Tonga Hunga Ha'apai is part of the highly active Chromatic Tonga subduction zone and its associated volcanic arc, which extends from New Zealand north, northeast to Fiji. And that could or could not be a long distance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Christine, that was so funny. You're, yes, you're right. I have no idea. I know they're in the same general area. I don't know how many inches that is or kilometers, kilometers or miles centimeters. or furlongs. We don't know, but we know you have Google. And we also know you should Google us at Pod How to Survive. That's right. Gmail us at Podcast How to Survive. Write to us. Just, we love hearing from you. Thank you for listening. And as always, remain remain calm. calm.